Hello and welcome to the Real to Rank podcast, the podcast that ranks your favorite film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Devin Specht, and with me as always is my brother Dayton. Hey, hey everybody. And today we gotta go back and save the wombat. <laughs> the, a probe has been sent mm-hmm. to find wombat symbols and it will destroy every man, woman, and child on this planet in search of a fucking wombat. Mm-hmm. Really needs them wombats. They're the most sentient and intelligent creatures on Earth, and they just choose to let everyone else like roll on with their lives. Mm-hmm. The the humpback whales were the smartest of all creatures because they knew that they knew nothing. Yep. Fuck this. We just want you know. We just want to eat krill. Yeah, that's all we want. We want to be fucking. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, Star Trek uh, Four. Start your the voyage home. Yeah, start your computations for a time warp. Oh well, time warp's not that hard. It's just a step to the left and then a jump to the right, <laughs> and then you put your hands on your hips and put your knees in tight. But I guess it's the pelvic thrust that really drives you insane. Oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, we're going back in time. Uh, this is uh, 1986, another Paramount movie. Yeah. Uh, Yep, we already did the top movies in 1986. Sorry, Dayton. Thank God. So we get to, to sidestep that. Big year for Paramount, because Top Gun mm-hmm. this and everything. Also directed by Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, he came back. Yep. Um, he was like, they found me, and now I'm going to continue sitting in the big chair. Yeah. I, I think it was... Well, I mean, yeah, let's just uh, get into it. They start uh, with the dedication to the Challenger. Yeah, I thought that was nice. Which was, yeah, which was nice. Uh, and then uh, we start with our with our over credit sequence. This is man, it's old <sighs> movies that really make you just appreciate how long credit sequences well were compared to now. Sometimes, I mean, this one just was like, why? Are, oh man, that's never a good sign when the credits start at the at the beginning of the movie. I don't know. Superman the motion pictures go on for that's long not. Enough. I mean, that's not a good sign either. <laughs> it goes on yeah. way too long. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, now we have you captive. Here's who's responsible. Let's let's follow. Let's go on a real time trip across the universe to the Earth. So uh, we start with the Saratoga, mm-hmm. which is a. I don't know. I don't know what kind of ship this is, but it's a ship. It's a ship, and it's. It's patrolling the neutral zone. Apparently, they've decided to put more things in between the neutral zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they found a probe, uh, and they're trying to hail it with all the friendship signals, and the probe just does not care. No. And it's just barreling towards and takes all the power away from the Saratoga. Yeah, every, like, everything it passes, it just, like, destroys, like, disables the power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just disinterested. It is it is making its way into Earth. Though I also think we never did see the Saratoga get rescued. Did they all fucking die? I was reading a thing, and apparently we're to believe that everybody made it out. Everybody was figure, able to figure out ways to you you know, know, survive. I actually... The, the general sense and feeling of this movie is that, that no one yeah. no one dies. Nobody dies. This, this is a light... This is, to this movie's credit... Even though, and I'll just say this right out the bat, because I was telling you before, I, I, I don't know how to feel about this movie. I like the fact that it is a lighthearted, fun adventure, you know? It, 
It is a lighthearted, fun it adventure is, that is, has no antagonist. No, it's a, no one shoots anyone. It's a tale of time travel and whimsy to save some whales. And you know what? It, At the heart of it, I can respect that. But in the execution, a, sometimes it ge- genuinely confuses me. <laughs> it's a, it's a fish-out-of-water comedy. Yeah, honestly. And the comedy is yeah. really good because, again, because all these actors have worked together so long, just they have that naturalness with each other like especially kirk and spock like they're the highlight of the movie for me mm-hmm. yeah everyone else just has like a little bit to, mm-hmm. to like they all out. have stuff to do but you know they it's their interactions with each other that i really like mm-hmm. but uh we'll get into that meanwhile we got a court proceeding mm-hmm. it's like a and not a trial but like an inquiry i guess or something an accusation cause... yeah um, the Klingon, pr- I think they said it was a Klingon president. I, th- I thought he was an ambassador. I don't know what his direct <laughs> title. I find it hard to believe that the Klingons would have a president well, that they no. would elect. They have a, what is it? They have a high council, but they have a, I can't I, I remember. Would, I would think it'd be like a warlord. Kind of, like, yeah. Like, because there's all the Klingon great houses and then they all fight for the, you know. Klingon promotions and whatnot. I can't remember. It's been a hot minute since I've studied yeah, up but... on the culture of Kronos. Mm-hmm. But he wants uh, Kirk's head because he believes that he uh, secretly engineered the Genesis Project mm-hmm. to use to create home bases. Yeah. Uh, and then he destroyed... Well, they got this footage, see, of him... Mm-hmm. Well, they uh, got a blow- copy of Star Trek... <laughs> Uh, three. three yeah and they were watching scenes from that and they were like this is beautifully shot for you know just random look footage. at the security footage yeah. and yeah and then like there's an outside a stat like a, an exterior shot of the enterprise exploding which is impressive for security <laughs> no shit, <footage>. right? <laughs> like, where'd you get that <laughs> we didn't even see it that close in the movie <laughs> and they're like yeah well you know kirk will he has nine different counts he's got to answer for, so you know when he gets there, we'll 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 bring him up on Federation charges. And the the Klingon you know does not want any of that. He wants him dead. Yeah, well, yeah, well, he's also like, what? That's not gonna be nothing. That's gonna be horseshit. And I mean, and he's it's true. Right? Yeah, he's absolutely right. That's exactly he's... you. You hit the nail right on the head, Klingon guy. Yeah, he's uh, he leaves. Well, Surak shows up too. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it brings up yeah. everything that fucking Christopher Klingon did in the last one. Yeah, it's like, oh, are we not... Uh, because basically, yeah. Christopher Lloyd started it. Everything yeah, in Star like, Trek Three. so... But, but we're not... You know, it's like, yeah, you attacked a science vessel, and then you killed his son. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you you were going to sell all these... You know, now ah, are we not to be able to defend our homes? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah about that yeah i but, love klingons yeah so they leave uh yeah so kirk uh is is gonna be in trouble when he gets when he gets back mm-hmm. which is <clears throat> yeah we see that he has been on vulcan now for three months yeah he's, he's updated us and i don't why three months i don't know why because did starfleet not come and arrest any of them? i have multiple questions here right so a like, Vulcan's a founding member of the Federation. Why didn't they, A, like, don't I have a base for Starfleet there where they could try them? Or, B, give nope. them a ship to Earth? Nope. Uh, 
Why do they act like it's been three months and everybody acts like it's just been a weekend? Yeah. You know? Weekend weekend in Vulcan. Weekend in Vulcan. They're dragging Spock's new bones around <laughs> as he learns stuff. Well, um, and it, yeah, well, they've they've renamed the Klingon ship. Yeah, no one goes to Vulcan. They're treating it like it's some fucking backwater yeah. that they don't go like, to. This is a major <laughs> planet of the Federation, people. Like, you guys don't have a base or anything? Like, that's There's what I was... nothing there? Like, literally, like, it's... There would be a Starfleet base, I would imagine, where you could hold them and probably try them. It doesn't have to be... Why does it have to be on Earth? Why do we have to go to Earth? I get it. To. I know why, but at the same time, it's just, you know, one of them things. Well, and I think they, they give an offhand remark, like, you know, why wouldn't they send us in a, a ship, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, so we have our, our Klingon ship. We don't get an Enterprise for... Well, we get an Enterprise. Yeah, yeah. By the end, we get an Enterprise. We get two Enterprises in this movie. Oh, that's true. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Can't fucking escape this ship. <laughs> never. Never. Because it was in Top Gun as well. <laughs> it was. <laughs> so that's... Uh, um, but yeah, that's they're, uh, they've, they've painted it. They they've all done all kinds of repairs. They've completely changed the bridge yeah, from I Star know. Trek Three. Like they, that is a hell of a rip. they made it bigger, like like massively what? bigger. And how, look how just like a Klingon big of a version. Voyage is this? Yeah, I know, right? Like, is this why it took three months so you could totally gut the inside and fucking huh? remold it for like you could just no no we don't want to go back because we know what's gonna happen at our trial. What did they do with the prisoner? Don't worry about it. Yeah, because they they took one of them alive. Yeah, what's Maltz? Yeah, John Larroquette. They took. Uh, he's he's getting Vulcan justice. Yeah, logical justice. <laughs> probably, he was probably the one guy they extradited back to the Klingon Empire. And they, uh, and we also see that uh, Spock's. Well, they all vote, and they're like, "Yeah, we're we're cool with going back to Earth, even though we're all going to be, you know." Mm-hmm. They're gonna have the book thrown at us, mm-hmm. uh, but Spock's hanging out in his bathrobe up in the cliffs <laughs> there. It's like well, well, looking down on him. I do want to say just quickly, I do like the like uh, sci-fi like cover art that the Bird of Prey kind of matte painting thing that they did with their first shot there, where it's all mm-hmm. that vibrant green. That was really cool. I like that. Um, but yeah, Spock's hanging up on hanging out on them rocks up there uh, in his robe. Yeah. And he's got he's got trivia games, really intense trivia. Yeah, he's just going really fast, just answering everything. Yeah, and then asks him all kinds of questions like chess and mm-hmm. like calculations, and that he put a turtle upside down in the desert. Why did you put the turtle upside down? <laughs> yeah, he's taking the Voight comp test, and then Rick's <laughs> like, "Man, you got any noodles? You got any scotch?" Yeah, he's. And he, uh, the last one that gets him is, uh, how are you feeling? And he's like, I don't, I don't understand well, the question. What, what the fuck are you talking about? So, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's a weird question. Yeah. And then his mom shows up and is like, well, you're part human. So, you know, and then the computer knows that. So it's asking you, how are you feeling? Confused. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, see, yeah. that's an answer. That's, that's the most solid thing you can give. It's, you know, instead of just what again that is a logical these vulcans they make no sense right 
and yeah, Spock is uh, he he's real on that logic on that logic bender this time. Mm-hmm. He is. Yeah. yeah, he's not full asshole. He's not. He's <laughs> no. not like he is. You know, <laughs> he's he's slowly trying to bob and weave around being an asshole, and it seems like everybody's trying to give him pointers so he doesn't, you know, divert Go completely all... into full asshole into Star Trek the motion picture. <laughs> yeah, he's logical a hole. Yeah, not able to get his fucking Vulcan bling. No, getting his face touched and really not like it mm-hmm. uh we also see that savik's there mm-hmm. she apparently doesn't have a job at starfleet <laughs> anymore no she's she's just like i'm just gonna hang out here now this sounds fun i'm not That's in my... trouble you guys are the ones <laughs> who are in trouble i mean yeah if anything like they have like a stranded person like a stranded officer mm-hmm. and she's like Nah, I guess just say I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, don't tell. It's because we have no Starfleet bases or ways of communicating out here, so I'm just going to be with my family. Tell them, you know, bon voyage or whatever. Vulcan may as well be fucking Dagobah. <laughs> yeah. It's out in the middle of nowhere it's with no cities. Like it a... just has a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> just one, all the... one cliff with civilization, and that's it. With all of our ship repairing Oompa Loompas or whatever. <laughs> Wearing their big goofy hats. <laughs> fucking hats. I kept expecting them to break out in this song. Uh, we represent the Lollipop Guild. The Lollipop Guild. Uh, They're wandering, singing shipwrights. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> so yeah, there's Savick's back and then she's, she's, <laughs> she's gone. Jumping. And I believe... Uh, never to be seen or heard from again. Oh no, she comes back, doesn't she? Chris, like in the undiscovered country, isn't she there? Okay, I don't know. I think she's it's part of the conspiracy. Since... I think so. We'll have to we'll... Savic Watch 2022. We're starting Savic right Watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, uh, I'll be honest. A lot of these I haven't seen in a while, which is why we ended it. Because, like, had we remembered Star Trek Four uh, was part of this narrative arc, we probably would have moved. Mm-hmm. Top Gun, but uh, yeah, well, the dice cast. Fuck it, <laughs> it's their fault, not ours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the uh, but uh, never mind that shit. The fucking probes going, mm-hmm. and it's it's uh, it's hustling ass towards the planet Earth, and yeah, it, it passes by a space dock, and the space dock just and yeah, and it's making its weird noise mm-hmm. and. They don't know what the hell that is, and then it hits Earth, and it starts just like vapor ionizing the ocean. I don't know. It ha- like that's a really cool shot of the Golden Gate Bridge with the waves and the storms and stuff. But I don't know mm-hmm. what the fuck it's doing. They say it's destroying the planet. So yeah, I I believe it was just it's hitting the water with such intensity, looking for the whales. Mm-hmm. Where are those? Oh, we don't know waves? that. We don't know that that's what it's doing, but yeah, it's just like, where are the fucking whales? Yeah, where are these whales? I've been wait, I've been traveling. I've I took I got here. I took a message. It took me like forty thousand years or a million years to go one way. And I'm on my way back. Where are the fucking whales? What the fuck happened? Yeah, all right. Where are the, where are the whales? Where are the whales? <laughs> it's just nothing. <laughs> where are these goddamn whales? <laughs> we will destroy this planet in search of the whales. <laughs> give me that give me that Quasimodo whale motherfucker. Uh 
so yeah, there. So everybody's uh, back at the the bounty, which is what they they renamed it. It's an absorbent Klingon warbird. <laughs> yeah, they're all wearing plaid. <laughs> that would be a better look for their dumbass outfit. Oh man. And uh, they they're rushing back to to Earth, um, and they get the the distress signal. They're like, don't. Don't come here. Yeah. Everything's gone. Everything's it's... fucked. It's all... We don't have whales. It's all fucked. Well, they don't know that. They're just like, this probe is here. Oh, yeah. It's attacking with some degree of power. <laughs> yeah, they don't figure out that it's whales until way later. Well, the people on Earth don't figure out it's whales pretty much until the very until... end. Yeah, they're just like, so it was whales? Yeah. Kirk huh. has the... We'll get to it, but yes, Kirk has the line of the movie where he's he says it. And I have to agree with them, but yeah. So this, uh, so the, the bounty is uh, gets the stress signal, and Spock's listening to it, and he's like, "That's interesting." Then he goes into another the, the the zoological room of the uh, U.S. They retrofitted. Yeah, we have we need we need a place where we can figure out where all the animals on Earth are. And oh yes, this is what they all sounded like. Mm-hmm. This is the sound of this. This is what it sounded like when doves cry. <laughs> and uh and spock figures out it's whales Mm, humpback whales specifically yeah specifically humpback whales and kirk says the line of the film aghast whales (laughs) yeah because like that's out of left field i mean not to you know to this movie's credit it had a positive effect in which you know whales humpback whales at the time were endangered and then after the movie this this movie came out you know raised awareness and you know they bounced back which is good i like that but it is yeah. still very much whales like yeah no and then <laughs> spock's just trying to justify it he's just like yeah no there's other intelligences on on earth you can't be so arrogant yeah, to think that, that you're the only one hubris mccoy <laughs> just like wow well i guess but uh whales whales yeah yeah and of course whales all died out sometime in the 21st century uh we we just were plumb out of whales mm-hmm. we're, we're just chock empty of whales and and so we have to go through all of the different uh different things here um well could we just destroy it no, no we can't destroy the probe it, it's too big just, it's uh it's fucking it, huge look out the window it's fucking it's it, it's it's ginormous and also it'll just depower you mm. it it's nothing you can do there do other planets have whales no no, no. they were indigenous to earth and then you uh human beings uh fucking killed them all i hope the whale or the the whale oil was worth it mm-hmm. <laughs> you bastards <laughs> uh can we just replicate the noise of the nope nope totally figure that no. out because they'll they'll just be sp- like shouting gibberish into the void. Mm-hmm. The only way to go is to we got to go back. We got to back to 1985 mm-hmm. or 86, whatever. <laughs> Fucking 1980s. The mid 1980s were a great time for time travel in the California area. Dude, no shit, right? I, that's actually a very good point. I didn't think of that. Yeah. So yes, the idea is that they're going to do a time warp. Uh, they're just gonna fucking fling themselves at the sun mm-hmm. and then that'll send them back Hope in time for the best 
<laughs> it's like such a Captain Kirk level plan, but mm-hmm. you know what? They've time traveled before, so fuck they it. have. Uh, but it was just some dude or some that gateway. Yeah, I th- they out in the middle of nowhere. Times, didn't they? The the one I remember is City on the Edge of Forever because I, I remember that the trouble or the trial and tribulations episode of Deep Space Nine when those uh, temporal agents come to Azcap Cisco about you know what the fuck happened when he went back in time he mentions captain kirk and those guys are like oh my god <laughs> that guy <laughs> he broke the he's broken the time stream like 15 times so well because i mean he will like do whatever the hell happens in generations point taken that's true too so uh i know that that exists yeah. though i don't have any real reference point yeah, Spock figures oh, out, though, exactly how to go back into... Because it's like a specific mm-hmm. calculation that you got to do. You got to sling yourself at the sun just the right way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they'll go to... And then they'll just go to San Francisco, which is the home of Starfleet. And also just the only important city on Earth. Oh, yeah. It's the only place you need uh, to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, they'll pick up their heart that they left there. They'll get some rice aroni. They'll pick up some whales, and everything will be, yeah. you know, ready to go. So they they do. That's the they just kind of eat themselves at the sun, <laughs> yeah. and then they have a a weird time travel is a weird trippy montage Dude, where your my heads. Notes, this is it's dot dot dot. What the fuck is this now? Like, cause it's, there's like, there's floating heads and there's smoke and it's, it's like the, they just dropped LDS as they, they yeah. time traveled through this thing. Yeah. They, uh, the, the heads morph into the different crew members and then it morphs into Peter Gabriel's <laughs> sledgehammer. Yeah. It's just really fucking, it's like David Lynch suddenly directed this section of the movie. And then they wake up and they never speak of it again. No, everybody looks like, did we just drop acid? Fucking, <laughs> what? Like happened? Sulu, wake up, yeah. wake up. When we're at we're at Grandma's. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, they are in the they they got a uh, they got the cloak, so it's nice that they had the Klingon thing and it can cloak. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they are uh, they have a couple problems. So for one. Uh, these Klingon crystals, man, they're they're just not good. We're gonna need <laughs> nuclear power to repair them. Yeah, the, they're gonna harness the power of the atom mm-hmm. and uh, use nuclear fission from a handheld device that they have to re- to somehow repair this. Doesn't matter. They just need to get to a nuclear sub. Yeah, a they, nuclear need to, they need to just go to find some nuclear vessels. Mm-hmm. That's that's part one. Then. They'll need a storage tank for the whale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plural. That's part two. Then they will need to go actually source the whales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, find whales. Lots of challenges yeah. happening for this enterprise. Yeah, this and is a for problem another, solving episode. Mm-hmm. And for another, Spock is an alien, and nobody in the 1986 will be able to parse having weird ears. Yeah. They'll be completely flabbergasted. They'll just be like, what? So Spock rips up some of his underwear and uses <laughs> that as a headband. Yes, he does. He like tears the tears the thing that ties his bathrobe together, and he's like, well, this will work. <laughs> yeah. 
Freeballing it is only logical. <laughs> In the past, this is how everyone did it. Yeah, so they uh, land at the Golden Gate Park, which is, by my count, the cleanest yet most abandoned park in all of San Francisco. Yeah, no shit, right? Like, in the middle of town, then a couple of uh, uh, average Joe garbage men emptying out the, the year's worth of trash. from. The... <laughs> they finally showed up to clean out the trash, and then the fucking bounty scared them away. Now it's never going to get picked up. Mm-hmm. And it's it's still invisible, but it lands... Uh, and like, I, I did like that. just the look of it mm-hmm. crushing the yeah, ground. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. Um, and how they were like, and let's double speak of this ever again. Yeah, I'm leaving. No way I'm spending $60 on a toaster oven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 1986 problems, man. Yeah, no shit. So yeah, they have, uh, they open up the, the door then. And I, I like this look too and uh where you know i know it's just a painting and they open it up but it's a cool looking composite mm-hmm. of uh the door opening and them going out and like all right we got our missions let's you know figure it out but then they're like oh we gotta have money we don't have money in the 23rd century this raised a lot of questions for me yeah about uh gosh everything yeah 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 but i mean i guess it's been you know they have replicators or whatever but uh, if that's the case, why would you work at Starfleet? Why would you For do the anything? Thrill of adventure, Devin. Self fulfillment. Sure. Follow your passion. Make it happen. It's like uh, Flashdance. Watch, watch, <laughs> they watched Flashdance, gave up money. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, they just didn't want to pay rent anymore. Nope. And nope. Uh, they went all La Vive Bahem. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I thought that Federation had like credits or something, as as they always the standard credits. That's what I assumed, but I guess maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. No, they don't have money. No money. We have no. What is that? What is this medieval barbarian paper? Yeah, they need coins. So, uh, good thing though, Kirk still has those glasses mm-hmm. that Bones gave him. Yeah. So he sells them. Sells them to the guy, and I'm like, best I can do is $100 for these. And Kirk's like, is that a lot? Yeah, is that, uh, is that a lot of money? Because math is no longer a thing, I guess. I would figure that... Well, he doesn't doesn't have any relation to... I suppose, you know, yeah, it, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I if I told you, like, okay, we're going to go to 1800 i am going to give you $10. Yeah. But I could probably suss out. I don't know. And eh, never mind. It's a small thing. But yes, uh, the li- thing I like about this scene, though, is uh, Spock's like, didn't McCoy give you those to, you know, as a birthday gift? And Kirk's like, that's the brilliant thing. I'll still get them back. I don't think that's how that works. Well, they're going to be in the past, and then he can just go get them in the future. That's true. If anything, no, he, there's just going to be two pairs. Don't think about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes, that's so they split up the hundred dollars so that they have you know walking around money, mm-hmm. you know, just you know, tourist tourist and money. So yeah, a hundred dollars in nineteen eighty six, they could probably buy a house and a college education. So they're they're probably pretty good, and uh, yeah. So then 
It's like, okay, we just split up. We look like we look like a bunch of cadets. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Get some, you got your missions. Go. Yeah. And uh, throughout most of this, we're following Kirk and Spock. Uh, and it's like, well, I guess we'll just look at this. Spock just wants to look at the map, and Kirk just finds the billboard for the mm. for the whales yeah. that they're advertising, even though they can't afford to keep them at the center and are going to ship them away. Yeah. And here's okay. Here's another thing about these whales. Nothing against George and Gracie. They're great. I have not. They 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 play their parts well. But what they're like the media frenzy of removing the what media frenzy? They're whales. Like. Are they that beloved? Because if Shamu they were was beloved, if they were beloved, why the fuck aren't people going to that stupid museum? Uh it's not a museum. I think it's an aquarium. <laughs> no, because they call it the like museum aquarium, whatever. Like, it's like yeah, the largest. I, guess... I mean, that's what the whale science lady says. I, you know, I. They also are going to release them in secret, but they have to. Do, they have to release them in secret because I guess there's whalers just waiting <laughs> yeah, for them, just <laughs> waiting for them to announce it on the news. Like, what? <laughs> I didn't know there was All such right, a boys. Pre- they're shipping them to Alaska. All right, start the motor. We'll get up there. <laughs> Polish the harpoon. We'll get them both. Like, yeah, it's a it's a threefer. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> And uh, of course, they put them right in the nearest point where there would be poachers. But yeah, it's, um, but yeah, they they split off. Ahura and, and Chekhov are in charge of the nuclear power, and uh, yeah, this is it's a great thing where he goes up to a cop and like, we're looking for nuclear, nuclear vessels at Alameda. And the like, cop, completely stone faced, doesn't say a single word. And you know why he doesn't say a single word? Because that was a very real policeman who had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yep. And just kind of, <laughs> just kind of went on his what went on his way. And he's uh, also just uh, like there's a Russian man asking for nuclear vessels. <laughs> yeah, it's like what the hell? This is San Francisco, whatever. This is fucking weird. Yeah, this is. See, there's normal people and weirdos living in here because it hasn't gotten completely insane on the housing prices. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so let's. Um, Chekhov, being familiar with the San Francisco area, has no idea where Alameda is. Mm. They, they've stopped naming things Alameda. <laughs> they did. Well, also, since Earth and San Francisco is the most important place in the world. You would think that all of them would have a general layout of San Francisco. Like, they would train there. They would, you know, do their, you know, Starfleet mm. studies there. And nobody at it any is... point was like, go look over across the bay at Alameda. No, no. They stopped having Alameda. Oh. It's been 300 years. Okay. No Lameda. It's, uh, yeah. No, it's it's no longer there. It's, it's probably like, I don't know. They probably named it after somebody and mm-hmm. it stopped being there. That's just the that's Roddenberry Park. Or <laughs> yeah, this is, this is the this it's is, John F. Kennedy Drive. This is the Chekhov Memorial Memorial Center. Yeah, so they yeah oh no it's across the bay at Alameda. Mm-hmm. That's what he said Alameda. Like yeah they have no idea of the surrounding areas, which is interesting. I wonder if like region like city regions like that stay for like three hundred years. You know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's a good point. But also, I just feel like that just is very Star Trek. Because essentially, Earth is always in the now, just slightly more futuristic in the show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, it's 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 future enough. So, 
somewhat future. Yeah. But yes. Um, yeah, Kirk and Spock are taking the uh, the bus, and they find a punk rocker, mm-hmm. and it's just fucking rocking out. And they tell him to shut up or to stop, and it has to Spock has to Vulcan, Vulcan neck pinch him. Mm-hmm. And they have a fun conversation about how everything there's a lot of colorful metaphors and colorful language in the in that century. Yeah, um, everything's yeah. a profanity. You have to say shit, piss, motherfucker in between every word. Fucking a, Captain. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean it makes sense if you listen to our podcast. That's why we're just contemporary. Mm-hmm. That's all we are. We were never yeah. raised by a rabid pack of longshoremen. We're fucking in in the know. <laughs> yeah, we do it. We're you know, fucking just to stay. present. Okay, we're fucking yeah. on the pulse of every fucking. Yeah, we're not human some being. sort of double dumbass. Yeah, God forbid. Yes, because Kirk, they just cross the street because crosswalks, and I guess they don't have any. I don't know, public transportation, like ground vehicles or whatever. <laughs> they just cross the street, and yeah, the guy calls Kirk a dumbass, and he just calls him a double dumbass, and. Because Kirk has no idea how to insult people. Yeah, it's so. oddly charming though, but still, I don't know. Hard to wrap my head around because it's it's. Ah, never mind. It's not bad. It's just it's unique to this one. <laughs> it's yeah, funny. nobody pays any attention to you unless you swear. Is what Kirk says. Yeah. Yeah. So they make it to the, the the center of what I forget like sesta sista zesta crackers the the, yeah yeah the zesta cracker museum for whales yeah and they uh meet the tour guide who is also their uh like whale biologist (laughs) yeah the whale scientist yeah she's like yeah my name is dr gillian taylor and you can continue to call me dr gillian taylor she's a doctor (laughs) for whales whales. she's a whale doctor um yeah uh, and I was like, man, she looks really familiar. And I was like, where have I seen her? And I was like, child's play. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I was doing the same thing. And I was like, how the, where, yeah, okay, that makes sense. She's the, she's the mom in child's play. Okay. So, yes, she is uh, our normal person so that we have someone to bounce off of. She is probably one of the most accepting and roll with it kind of people <laughs> on the planet. She, <laughs> I know, especially like by the end where she's like, I've got nobody. I'm completely alone in the world. Let me come to the to the future with you. Maybe that's why she picks up people, strange men in her fucking <laughs> no beat up shit. pickup truck. This weirdo was like, uh, we'll get to it. But yeah, well, it, was the, it was a different time in the 80s. People were friendlier, I guess. I su- that's that's <laughs> awful friendly. <laughs> it's San Francisco. Yeah. So, you know, everybody's. Everybody's all like neighborly. Yeah, it's the autumn of love. Everyone's <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Everyone's wearing flowers in their hair. It's great. Mm-hmm. But yes, yeah, so we get a um, our, our tour um, where they use, I believe, real footage of whaling and yeah. like, yeah, they they whaling still very much happens. Uh, you know, we've outlawed it, but there's like ten thousand humpback whales. There used to be. Yeah, the ocean used to be 90% whale. You couldn't hit anything without hitting a whale. <laughs> you couldn't swim without hitting these goddamn whales. 
<laughs> just uh, throw a throw a coin in the in the fucking r- ocean and blow. You'll just nine <laughs> whales, which <would try. laughs> yeah, like, like koi whale, pond, whales yeah. as far as the eye could see, and then fucking humanity decided that they needed whale oil. Yeah, man, and their evil, wicked ways. Yeah, the enemy of all things, the real enemy of the motion picture, man. man. <laughs> well, that's kind of the message, like you know. Oh, I wasn't fucking around. That was the yeah. That's as is always the the case. Is just you know, yeah, mankind. Yes, to to get the materials, so they'd still do whaling to get stuff that we can make synthetically. And mm-hmm. yeah, uh, on a good side note, I did actually check to see what the whale population's like now. It's much better. Yeah, still endangered, I, but better. Well, I, I thought it had rebounded quite a bit. So. It's at 80,000. Well, that's pretty good, so I'm glad. Yeah, but we're not back to the completely full of whales, chock full that's of true. whales status. I, I haven't so. looked down at the ocean and been like, yep, there's just 90% whales down there. <laughs> whales all the way <laughs> just down. just nothing but a sea of whales. Um, but yeah, they, they sing the, their their songs, and they'll just keep singing the same song and repeat the male's will, and mm-hmm. that's what they need right there. Uh, and they have two of them. They have George and Gracie. They're the humpback whales that they keep there. And uh, yeah, they're going to release them into the wild and track them. And she's really uh, upset about this because, you know, there's it's kind of a lose-lose situation, really, because, you know, on the one hand, they can't keep them there forever, yeah. but it's the only way they can keep them safe, and they can't really be whales, and uh, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And she does, and uh, Dr. Jillian Taylor does not want to give up the whales because she's grown fond of the whales because, you know, she performs whale science, so if she has no whales, then... Doctor of whale science. <laughs> doctor of whale science. She's a doctorate in whale whale uh whale sciencing and uh, you know mm-hmm. without them she has no purpose in life so she has to go wherever the whales go so yep which is pretty much true for the entire movie she's uh yeah she is a a person that has literally only one thing in her entire life mm-hmm. whales Two. and a shitty the old whales. truck <laughs> yeah no friends Nope. No hobbies, no one that will lose her family. Probably not a job after she slapped her boss across the face. Yeah. Just the whales. You goddamn Just... monster! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, uh, what is his name? Bob? I don't know. Just... Yeah. He was from 1986. He doesn't matter anymore. And the, uh, yeah, so uh, they're down at the... Yeah, they see him up at the top and like, oh yeah, there's the whales, and they do all this stuff, and then like, oh, but the better way is down here. You can see the whales underneath. Look at the whales, mm-hmm. and then yeah, nobody's gonna visit this fucking exhibit. No, it's just gonna be fucking. They get sorry, sorry. Later on, they get rid of the whales, and I'm like, this seems like the only attraction that they have at this place. Yeah, it's just like I said, it's a whale museum and an aquarium for two count them two humpback whales, like. After that, what are we going to see? Like, yeah, you pay us 20 bucks, we'll tell you about how fucking terrible people are. <laughs> yeah, watch this movie about just horrifying real-life scenes of whaling. I'll make you feel bad. Contemplate your day. There you go. Thanks for the quarter. There you go. Visit our gift store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but yeah, Spock, though, he, he uh, does the mind meld with the whales. Mm, yeah, he dives right in. And yeah, you see him just swimming. Kirk's like, "Oh, what the fuck, Spock?" Yeah, and uh, Doctor Jillian Jacobs uh, runs up and <laughs> Jillian <reads>. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Scully wasn't there. <laughs> uh, runs up and uh, reads Spock the riot act. Um, and Spock is entirely too literal. Mm-hmm. Like the hell I was doing, that, you know. <laughs> yeah, the hell I was uh, doing was hanging out with those whales. They're unhappy that they're being hunted. Mm-hmm. No shit. <laughs> yeah, fucking. That's stating the obvious. There, Spock. <laughs> All they have to watch so, is that one video of their fucking comrades and family being slaughtered by whalers. They're stuck in a pool out in. Uh, yeah, out in San Francisco. I think they're in the suburb of San Francisco. Oh, even better, in the suburb of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Just trapped in a pool with one fucking crazed whale science lady who talks to them like she's their friend. Uh, but, you know, the Gracie's pregnant, mm-hmm. and she's like, how do you know that? And it's just, uh, it's because they can't reveal the fact that they're from the future. Well, yeah, because they'll sound crazy. Yeah, so... Um, she kicks him out, and then I guess later, after the park closes, they're still walking because they they get picked up. She picks them up in her big fucking beat-up pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this is where we get a lot of cool, I don't know, I, I found a pretty funny dialogue about, because Kirk's trying to pass off how weird Spock is. Yeah. It's just like, he, he did, did a he, lot of LDS in the 70s. Yeah. LDS, huh? Yeah. Yeah, he was... Going on about uh, COBOL. <laughs> 13, golden plates and all that. Yeah, he does not drink any caffeine. None whatsoever. Um, so, yeah, they um, he reveals the, well, yeah, they, she's just like, you guys are really weird. And we get this, like, back and forth where it's just like, listen, I know that she's going to go with them. You know she's going to go with them. This back and forth is tedious. Yes, it is. <laughs> After me, a it... point, it does like, okay, this is kind of just filling along. Like it doesn't serve. They're gonna basically at the end of it, Spock's gonna fuck off, and they're gonna go eat pizza. Mm-hmm. Kirk and uh, Doctor Jillian Jacobs. But uh, yeah, while this is going on, though, Chekhov and Uhura walked their way over to Alameda, mm-hmm. and now they're with the nuclear vessels. Nuclear vessels. Yeah. And they're gonna metal gear in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, just having seen what Chekhov, you know, Metal Gears his way out of this situation <laughs> just makes it really funny. Because <laughs> he fucking, he bips it so bad. Yeah, he, uh, yeah Metal Gear Chekhov <laughs> yeah. Her, uh, sneak aboard the USS Enterprise right past Maverick and fucking Goose. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, never mind. Goose is dead. It's 1986. Yeah, he got bombed. A horrific bonking accident. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit, goose. Um. Then, uh, well, Sulu talks to a Huey, a Huey pilot. Mm-hmm. Somehow he just Sulu can pilot those. Well, you know, he gave it the once over and was like, oh, "Okay, this ain't too difficult. I got this." Yeah, I know how to pilot anything. Yeah. He's just one of those guys, man. He can just like you know. 
figure it out. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, Scotty and Bones uh, get just walk in, and apparently if you say that you're a professor from Scotland, they'll just give you the oh, fucking yeah. tour of your plexigas <laughs> the, facility. Yeah, from uh, Plexilab. Yeah, Plexilab's so open to the people of Scotland and their professors. They'll just, oh, Mr. Professor Scott, thank God you're here. We had no idea that you were visiting. Must have been a mix-up with our, with our secretaries. Yeah, here's... Here's our process, and they're like, oh, you're still using polymers. It's still, they, yeah, yeah. And uh, he gives them the secrets of transparent aluminum. Transparent aluminum. What do you think about that, you dumb bastard? And it, yeah, well, but before that, he, you know, like, oh, you can just go over to the computer, and I, I like <laughs> this, this was cool. computer. Yeah, this was, yeah. Hello, computer. And then like, oh, <laughs> he's the mouse, and then he tries like speaking into it, like. Yeah. It, Hello, computer. Why does he uh, babble all of a sudden? And and then uh, fucking tries to type. It's he types like an old old he man. He does, but he can he conducts wizardry with uh, just a few presses of a button, and just like yeah, look at that. I can type here and here and here, and look at that transparent aluminum. Yeah, it's like it's a. It's aluminum clear. It's like Pepsi. Mm-hmm. It's aluminum for the new generation. Aluminum crystal. Right now. <laughs> hey. Uh, so, yeah, they trade this away, and, and Bones is like, you know, we could be altering the future. And he's like, ah, oh, how do you know he didn't invent it? It's fine. Yeah. And they're both, Whatever. They both, they both smirk because they're like, yeah, we're going to get away with this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they, so that's, that is one of those done and we're running, uh, I just stopped taking notes. I was enjoying the movie too much. I stopped taking a lot of notes. Uh, so it's, we're just going to yada, yada, yada. Let's do it. Um, gosh. Uh, so the next, I believe, I think they're going to eat pizza. They're eating pizza. Yeah. Well, very fancy Italian restaurant. That's not that fancy. It's just a restaurant. But yeah, that well, they did drop a Spock off at the park, and they beamed him up, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting because like they eventually will just be like, we don't have a lot of beaming power left. Yeah. And I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't have just beam <laughs> just Spock up for everybody no fucking back. Reason. Why don't they use the fucking door? But yeah, yeah. So they, uh, yes, they're at a Italian uh, restaurant, and uh, yeah, he gets she orders a Michelob and. Uh, like a weird combination pizza. It's like I think it was like pepperoni mushrooms. Yeah, and something pepperoni else. mushrooms and I don't know a trifle. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> I don't. I don't write the, these. The, these are details. I'm not. They're unnecessary. De- Maybe you want a pizza. That's all I remember. Yeah, and uh, Kirk does not like the taste of Michelob. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. Yeah, get him some of that Romulan ale yeah, instead. This is not blue. Not illegal. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> tastes like old piss <laughs> it's true uh, yeah, and he takes a sip of that and's like fucking spit in my mouth why don't you <laughs> did he piss in this glass and uh yeah this is, um but yeah he explains that yeah he's yeah, he's just a guy from Iowa but he's just gonna take the whales mm-hmm. and they're gonna go to the future yeah he doesn't say that, but he says, what if I were to take them to a time when they would be safe? 
yeah, not not aware, but like you know, even though I can't actually, I don't have a car or or you know, I have maybe twenty five dollars to my name. <laughs> I'm gonna take charge of those whales. Yeah, just give the whales to me. Mm-hmm. Fork them over. We'll make sure they're safe. Yeah, somehow that's a totally that legit deal. Yeah, um, but yeah, he gets um paged she thinks it's a pager mm-hmm. and yeah it's uh nope we gotta get we gotta go you gotta get back to the to the to the park and just like yeah if you need me i'll be here you know yeah she drops him setting up at the park and uh they beam him in too as she she stops as she sees like the orange glow but she's like where the fuck did he go mm-hmm and i believe this is where the metal gear plan for Ahura and, and uh, mm-hmm. Chekhov takes off, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they they sneak aboard. It's, apparently, it's really easy to sneak aboard into the reactor well, part. Well, yeah, just pretend like you're supposed to be there, and uh, nobody will pay attention. And then you just just sit out and hang out. Mm-hmm. Let it just sort of absorb the energy, I guess, from the nuclear fission. But they notice it because their screens are going dim. Yep. And then... It, and then the this guy the CIC gets the call and he's like, We got an intruder in here. Mm-hmm. We got a, a intruder alert. And uh Ahura beams out. Uh, they they're not able to talk with one another yeah. through the thick metal interferes with it. Or, or radiation. Radiation fucks with their stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but uh Chekhov gets gets captured and he's not able to use his uh phaser gun as of yet. No. And um, I think this we can just skip ahead with his story, I guess. But yeah, his he's being interviewed by some uh, asshole. <laughs> it's pretty government much. agent. Yeah, government. I don't know. Secret spy. I don't know. Not a secret spy, but somebody in an authority is interrogating him. Two guys, and they're like, "We're getting nowhere with this fucking rusky bastard." And then yeah, Pavel tries to turn the tables on him, but his phaser doesn't work. And he just runs out of the open door, and there's no one guarding him. Yeah. And dead. like it's crazy. It's, yeah, Metal Gear Chekhov. Uh, yeah, he hustles ass away from those dudes, though. And then just fucking uh, mounts over something and falls like <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> yeah, falls. You know, twenty feet below to fucking. Yeah, and he just looks... Head first. Oh, God, it's such a funny shot. Because he's just laying there like a Ken doll. Just... Yeah, and they're like they're, the rest of the movie, they're like, oh, he's in, he's in critical critical care. And I'm like, I don't even know what happened to him. <laughs> well, like, he, I... he got bonked. That's what happened. 80s yeah. was a time of great big bonks, and this is another one of them. We almost lost mm-hmm. another one to a bonk. Bonks kill. Bonks do 30 kill. people a year. <laughs> Severe bogs end lives. In the arms of a nature. <laughs> Bog. Uh, yeah, so the... Um, yes, as, as all of this is going on, uh, our, our good doctor, whale doctor... Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. They said that uh, the whales are being released at midnight, and she's yeah. going to go send them off. And uh, the 
their their boss is just like, yeah, we didn't tell you, we didn't want to have a media circus again. All what right. fucking media? Like nobody goes to this whale thing. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares media about circus. The, the, yeah, the media frenzy. They'll tip off the poachers about where we're gonna drop them off. They they're gonna have to redo the whole one billboard. Yeah, <laughs> and remove that one sign from the side of that bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we just drained it. Yeah, that that's the other thing. Uh, there's just a lot of dudes. Like I don't know what that guy was doing. But as she pulled up, yeah, in they front were just the no hosing parking. the fucking hosing the <laughs> just, ground. Like, well, hosing. there's water on the ground. I better wash this off it's I mean, from the whales. Uh, you know, he's not pressure washing it or anything. Yeah. He's just using a hose on one section of sidewalk. Yeah, it's, you know, man, look busy, look busy, look like he just did something important with whales. Um, and yeah, the whole tank was drained. Yeah, it was like they just and... transported it completely out. Crazy, on her day off. Yeah, like fucking. As far as I can tell, four hours after her giving a tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. About, yeah, about these whales. Um. Yeah, so she rushes back into Golden Gate Park and, and you know, uh, starts yelling for Kirk. Yeah, because you know he'd be there like a crazy person because she loves these whales she does all she has in life are these whales and uh now they have the power they beam her back aboard. <laughs> yeah they're like yeah. fuck you Chekhov. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we lost track of Chekhov, but we could totally get the crazy whale lady mm-hmm. he's at he's at mercy hospital but we're gonna have to go bail him out because mm-hmm. you know we can't leave him in the hands of 20th century doctors yeah they'll That's butcher him. barbarism yeah. So, yeah, you whale doctor, you're close enough. You go with uh, D- Bones and, and uh, Kirk, and we'll break into Mercy Hospital in the Mission District. Mm-hmm. And we'll show no mercy. Hell yeah. And, yeah, they they sneak in, and they steal a stretcher. So they, they somehow acquire scrubs. Mm-hmm. They showed no mercy. I, I would assume that the whale doctor just had those why <laughs> she doesn't dissect the whales whale doctor <laughs> just because she's a doctor doesn't mean she has scrubs they just give you they give you, scrubs <laughs> when they give you the doctor. diploma here you go there's your there's your mandatory doctoral scrubs even if you're a fucking doctor archaeology is like <laughs> yeah Indiana i'm Jones a doctor of letters why do i need these <laughs> yep doctor doctor <laughs> doctor and they yeah, they uh, steal the stretcher, and they go get... Because Chekhov's some sort of terrorist or something. So well, he's Russian, a, and it's 1986. That's true. And he was in a fucking nuclear submarine. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> so he's in a lot of yeah. trouble. Yeah, so they uh, have an armed escort uh, in the one OR room, and they sneak in. Uh, Bones gives, like, do you want to get the this blah, 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 like medical thing mm. and he just says that she has cramps <laughs> yeah and uh yeah they just sneak into the one or room yeah and uh then they have an argument bones has an argument yep. with the other doctor he shows no mercy uh, no mercy so they throw strike him first a... strike hard <laughs> no mercy yeah they throw him they throw the uh, well after 
you know, waving the the head thing. Yeah, they got a the happy the, the uh, happy healing head thing. Chekhov gets yeah. fucked up all the time in these movies. Like he's like the punching bag of the Enterprise. I just realized that like right now. Yeah, this is the second time. Well, third, I mean, like he got captured by Khan and them and had a fucking earworm put in his ear. Then he got shocked on the arm. Oh, yeah, he did. You know, and then. Yeah, man. Chekhov gets fucked up. Yeah, Chekhov is fucking. Man, he earns his no pay. Mm hmm. Yeah, because he ain't getting paid for any of this (laughs) shit. None of them are. (laughs) Putting their lives on the line for for a greater purpose, I suppose. Starfleet. Uh, yeah, so they uh, they they lock the real doctors into a supply closet that they have <laughs> just nearby, and the at the and they use the phaser on the 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 lock, mm-hmm. and then they uh, escape in the with, with the stretcher, and the cops are like, "Oh, how's he? And like, he's gonna live." And like, didn't you come in here with a woman? And I'm like, "Oh shit, an intelligent guard, cheese <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> we gotta move. It's the fuzz." And uh, they break for it. Yeah, and they take off and get into the elevator, and the cops are like, oh, we'll just run down the stairs, but then they beam out. Mm. I thought that was That, that was, was cool. Neat. Yeah, that was good. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so that's Crisis Averted. <clears throat> Earlier in the movie, Sulu took the Huey and fucking got the uh, plexiglass mm-hmm. for the storage in there. Again, I did not think, watching Star Trek Three that this ship was any big at all. <laughs> no, man, this thing is fucking huge. Like, I got the well, impression... Well, I mean, relatively speaking, like, when you compare it to the whaling ship later, it's... I mean, it is big, but, it, you know... I don't think it's big enough to house two fucking whales. Hey, man. It's bigger on the inside. It's like a TARDIS, okay? Exactly. They retrofitted yeah, it just in case they needed to house, like, 400-ton uh, entities or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, you've never beamed up anything that big before. Yeah, plus all the water. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the water. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can't have dry whales. That'd be bad. Hmm. So, yes, uh, we got everything we need now. We just need the whale. <laughs> that uh, was the key component of this whole Enterprise. Oh, no, that, that they, already, they already left the Enterprise. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Well, it got blown up. Yeah, well, and then they they stole its power. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so they're like, uh, "Whale doctor, we need the we need the frequency so we can track down George and Gracie. Otherwise, we'll just pull some two random fucking whales. We got time." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I'm not gonna give you that. You just you just take me with you." And like, we're not gonna do that. No, and no back and forth. Yeah. And she she gives him the code and then hugs him, uh, but as he's beamed up. And then they form together into one brundle fly yeah, monstrosity. Remember the nightmare sequence for the motion picture? It happens again. It's a real turning point for the whole picture. Yeah, you'd think that they wouldn't do this so weird into two main characters, but yeah, and then it's just like kill me. It's like a blob of flesh yeah, from the thing. It's like burn the whales and then just they Scotty stomps it to death. They can't fucking they can't have this going on. And then, uh, uh, well, they just decide to live in 1986, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all traumatized and shit. <laughs> yeah, live off the, the riches of uh, Plexilab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get stranded and they decide that, you know what, let's just make the world a better place and then the whales will never be a moot point. 
Yeah, there we go. <laughs> fucking, how about we just leave a note that, hey, one day, fucking Big Probe gonna show up. Record, Big Probe. <laughs> record these whales. Big Probe dropping the hottest <laughs> album of the 23rd century. <laughs> <laughs> dropping that sick beat. It's straight fire. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, uh, yeah, so we just decided to make the world a better place, and then our movie ends. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there were no more Star Trek movies after this one. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, good but talking n- to you guys. <laughs> uh, but now they, the works uh, <clears throat> is like, oh, that was it. You tricked me. Well, I guess you have no other long-term prospects in 1986. Come on aboard. Yeah, I guess you lost your job and everything else you decided to live for in the past. Come be in the future. Yeah. Like I've, and besides like you need somebody who can be a whale biologist. And he's like, yeah, I suppose that's a very good point. We never wrote any of this down because who the fuck cares about whales? We burned everything. <laughs> burned it all. <laughs> the world war three really fucked with our whale literature. Well, yeah, maybe he's doing her a favor because she's getting to. Oh, yeah, that's know, true. Away I mean, from the eugenics fuck, wars. Yeah, that's true, yeah. There's, <laughs> a, there's some nightmare years coming up in just like less than 10 years. Like, in a very short amount of time, life's going to be fucked. Yeah, you ever. Yeah, but you ever heard of a man named God? <sighs> God. God. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting in thirteen short years when we've discovered eugenics and all kinds of other crazy technologies. Well, I think not discovered eugenics because at that point they'd probably still be growing up. So come on to the, the you know the augments come onto the scene at that point. Mm-hmm. Man, all of these Star Trek things and why haven't they ever chose that as a? I don't know, I know because it has like they always reference it and it's always kept weirdly nebulous as to what happened you know but it's so ripe for i don't know really cool storytelling Mm-hmm. but no we never we just get vague like it's either this way or that way there's never like a definitive you know because they did a whole book series about it and the book series it's basically like a secret war the between you know the augments and world leaders and stuff and nobody knows that it's happening as it's happening but that contradicts like how we hear about it everywhere else in the show yeah i know like why don't we just have like a poll like you know why don't we just just give me like star trek con yeah and a we time just have tra- like a... that would be a cool one like in, for into darkness that's what they should have done come back in time to the 1990s and dealt with con then yeah, like give me a give me a prequel show with Khan at the height of his powers. Yeah, that'd be neat. And then the show ends with him being stuck aboard. Yeah, uh, them escaping the on Botany the Botany Bay. Bay. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Star Trek the, expanded universe shit. There we go. Bang, bang, boom. Yeah, just like a uh, like a small time, th- a smaller thing. Yeah, but doesn't I, have I to think be a whole be like man. Like that's like one of those things that we should. Like, could appreciate the Maxi series for, you know? Like, it mm-hmm. could be, like, five parts. There you go. Bing, bang, boom. Tell the whole story. But, yeah. So, uh, gosh, we're we're really flying through this movie because it's mostly just humorous dialogue. Yeah, it's and... mostly a comedy. Uh, like, uh, kind of just a light-hearted adventure comedy. Didn't it come out in, like, Christmas of 86? 
uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah, so I you know actually, it's just one of those like feel good holiday movies almost. Actually, it came out. I I, I thought it was very interesting. Uh, so we're doing this on November twenty seventh. It came out November twenty sixth, nineteen eighty six. So oh, it was wow. almost like. We almost hit the anniversary. That's crazy. Yeah, we were supposed to do it yesterday, but it's my birthday. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's cool. So, well, that's so, yeah, neat. We, uh, now I okay. That's uh, earned another point in this movie's favor for coming out on my birthday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was. Uh, so yeah, they got the whales, but now. Since they released the whales like an hour ago, whalers are already hot oh, on their trail. They, the, the whaling market's super competitive. So whenever they just get a whiff of those whales, they got to be on them. Mm-hmm. They got to descend. Been an inside man mm-hmm. in, at the at the Zesta Crackers. <laughs> He's like, much, much, much. The whales are going to be in Alaska. Mm. And then, like, yeah, pays him in uh, soup for the crackers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pays him in soup. <laughs> so they got, uh, they fly out to Alaska. They block a harpoon shot from. Uh, I thought that whole those... shot was cool, though. When they blocked the yeah, shot, was... and the uh, <clears throat> bird of prey was hovering over the whaling ship, and they used photon torpedoes to destroy the whaling ship. Yeah. I thought that would have been believe... a nice addition. <laughs> yeah, I was like, they don't do that at all. <laughs> that would have been a nice, a really fun, like, well, yeah, let's they'd... at least give them, you know, something to think about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just stop them from whaling. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Hit the nail right on the head. <sighs> but, yeah, they, uh, they block it. They beam the whales aboard. Which is Miracle One yeah. and Miracle Two. <laughs> Scotty says, Admiral, that'd be whales here. <laughs> uh, yep. And they they're just like, Yeah, man, all this holds. Cool. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That transparent and aluminum really holds up. And yeah, they uh they look he's like, Yeah, think he quotes some poetry. Mm-hmm. He's really laying the moves on this on this woman mm-hmm. that's not going to work out. No. Mostly she's because she's devoted like, to whales. That's all her. She's thing. devoted to whales. It is decades his junior. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So they now they got to go back into light speed so that Spock can guess because he you know it's character growth. He's he's guessing. Mm-hmm. He's had a lot of character growth that we kind of Yeah, we kind of glossed over because it's it's all very humorous, but he's trying to get back to, well, I think we mentioned it a bit, but he's, they're trying to get him back to being, you know, Spock, but just not as much of an asshole as Spock used to be. You know, trying to get mm-hmm. their friend back in full without the that hard coding of logic. Mm. But yes, he, he was the one that recommends that they go save Chekhov because mm-hmm. he's, you know, their friend and then uh he just he's like i don't have you know with the whales here i don't have exact measurements so we're just gonna have to wing it and hope we get back exactly when we left Mm -hmm. and then they do and then they're like oh shit now we got to get the whales off the ship yeah and they get deep they get they basically crash land into san francisco bay yeah because they come into contact with the with the big probe and big probes probe. laying down the beats. Big and the, probe. And big probe lays down the beats so thick that fucking uh, bird, the bounty crashes into San Francisco Bay. Where are the whales? 
So they got to save the whales again. Mm-hmm. Kirk and uh, his his hairpiece, which is the real hero of the movie, holding on in the water like mm-hmm. this. It, he's he's not just the president; he's the member, <laughs> and he swims in and and releases the whales, and the whales they they sing in that chorus mm-hmm. and and uh, big pro yeah big pro decides... satisfied the music video is done the uh, featuring George and Gracie and uh, he bombs out he's like all right I got that I can deliver that message to wherever the fuck I need to go yeah and uh, George and Gracie and and the the little whale all can live happily knowing that they are the loneliest members of their species <laughs> of the well, planet. Well, I mean, they might, I don't know, they're going you know, to become the new Adam and Eve for a whole repopulation of humpback whales on Earth. I mean, think of, of it. That's going to be like, that's going to be like humpback the, whales. I don't know, I feel like at that point they could probably clone more of them. Yeah, make better whales. Yeah. Bigger, faster, stronger <laughs> than before. whales will take over the, take over the seas. <laughs> <laughs> Scourge of the seven yeah, seas. The con of whales. Uh, yeah. But uh, I don't know. Those also might be like the cleanest, nicest waters that they've ever swam. Well, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I also would have been great if the probe was just like, fucking humpback whale. No. <laughs> no. No. Orcas. 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 Jesus Fuck. Christ. It was just, I was laying it right out on Front Street. It was right in whatever I was singing. Orcas. But nope. You had to free George and Gracie. Yeah, fucking. All right. I guess they'll do. Yeah, and then it has to go back to the orc, uh, to the whale supreme intelligence <laughs> yeah. and report back. Burr. Yep. Nope. Nope. Yep. There's still whales. <laughs> they still got them. They still live here. I, I scoured that whole fucking planet under a real, real strong microscope, and is I this, found whales. Is this part of this machine intelligence that was so fucking helpful it made V'ger? Like, where it's just like, yeah, oh, yeah like, like V'ger was the vanguard, and this was the actual, like, no, we want to talk to the whales. No, I'm just like, oh, wow, this is a little thing wanting to gather a whole bunch of information. I don't know, let's, the, I don't, let's supercharge it beyond two, its logical bounds. On the two hands, I like it because it gives that feeling of, like, the universe is full of mystery and that we just will never really know. It's just so alien that, all right, that's just something we have to deal with being on the cosmic stage. But on the, the other hand... whale cylinder? Well, I mean, it's... I mean, not even evil. It's completely neutral because as it goes back, all the power turns back on. Yeah, that's true. And so it deionizes everything. Yeah, everyone has a so I, like I a fun splash fight. Yeah, the, the... yeah. After they free the whales, everybody's having a pool party in <laughs> San Francisco <laughs> Bay. But, but no, like, I think that the you know big big probe is a wholly big neutral <laughs> big probe is a wholly neutral entity with a you know it just wants a response. For whatever reason, you know, I like the I like at its core the alienness of it, but at the same time, it's just really the fuck weird. Sent pig pro, yeah. And why were the whales so fucking important? Like, why did you need to know about the whatever? It, its mission was to check for the whales and to continue to check. Yeah, basically, just get message, deliver message, get message, deliver message for all time. So it'll be. It's back just gonna go to. It's going to go to some other planet and just be like, whales? <laughs> whales? No, no, no. Wallabies. Fuck. Mm-hmm. All right. Big probe dropping the, the hottest tracks. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and yeah, so we move on to sometime in the future, mm-hmm. I guess, and they're all standing trial. Spock isn't, but he stands with his crew. Yeah, he's with his shipmates. And uh, they're given a whole bunch of different things. But seeing as how they all saved the planet by rescuing a whole bunch of whales, well, we'll let that slide. Yeah. Except for you, Kirk. You're getting demoted yeah. to captain. So we're going to give you a ship. How about that? And he's like, that sounds like the best worst news I've ever gotten in my life. Yep. Here's and, a question, uh, though, just quick aside. Is this the first time... Like, I know that the Enterprise crew in-universe is legendary, right? But mm-hmm. is this the first time they've specifically saved the Earth? Um, hmm. No, V'ger. Well, I don't know if V'ger, like, nobody really knows about V'ger. What I mean is, like, this is, like, the first time everybody would be like, oh, my God, the crew of the Enterprise saved the, you know what I mean? Because they try to downplay V'ger, right? But would this be like, yeah, I guess V'ger's right. I don't know. This just seemed like the first time where it really felt like, oh, no, we saved, like, the Earth, the Earth this time. Yeah. I don't know. It was just something know. I was wondering as uh, as the movie was wrapping up. Um, But, yeah, they, uh, yeah, they, Kirk gets demoted. Uh, Whale Doctor, she's joined a, a, a science ship. She's got other things. Like, I guess, like. She doesn't need to hang around the whales anymore? I, I don't know. Maybe she's... Well, she says she's going to join a science vessel because uh, she has 300 years worth of catching up to do. But I don't know. I feel like she'll just be back hovering over those whales at some point. Yeah. Or at, at the very least, be some sort of living document to, like, time. Yeah. And then what life she was can like also... eighty-six And reap none of the benefits of that. Mm-hmm. And, and she can also maybe solve an unsolved mystery that would have happened of like yeah I don't know, we last saw her with these two weirdos at a pizza place and <laughs> yeah the one cold case that's been going on for over 300 years yeah it's like oh yeah no I was last here. time anybody saw her she slapped her boss and ran out of her workplace and disappeared dude it has all the makings of a fucking unsolved it really mystery. does I mean Robert Stack should show up at the end of this for the that would be great Man, she a... traveled back at, she traveled into the future and here's the thing unsolved mysteries would totally do that angle with this episode mm-hmm. like dude i mean if you think about it like all of the shit that she did was totally unsolved mysteries. it really worthy. was maybe she... that's like maybe that's something we should think about when we watch episodes of unsolved mysteries and they deal with shit like that maybe they're just dealing with fucking starfleet in the future trying to save some fucked up species that we just don't give a fuck about normally Mm-hmm. But it's like yeah, no, pivotal it's like, to the human race's survival in the far future. Yeah, they found her truck. It was abandoned in Golden Gate Park. Mm-hmm. She just with this disappeared. Huge, with these huge indentions that are unexplainable. Mm-hmm. And that she was also seen at the hospital with the two strange men. She picked him up. She went to the pizza place. That was the last time she bought anything. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, man! This, this would be a great like parody episode for Star Trek like some that's unsolved fucking mystery that's shit. that's great that'd be great oh uh, yeah but she like uh kirk tries picking her up and she's just not not no, interested no. he's too young for her mm-hmm. damn it's like over twice his age <laughs> shit. uh and um yeah they 
they go out and you know, find the new ship, which is the new Enterprise, which they built in three months. Mm-hmm. And Kirk had no, no earthly idea. idea. Nope. It was like they were going to surprise him. Yeah, I know, right? Keep it a secret. And uh, the movie ends with Kirk just having him like, yeah, Sulu, give it the beans. <laughs> <laughs> Let's blow this pop- popsicle stand. Sulu, bean, bean it up. Give it the beans. Two to bean up. And they just, yeah, hit the, give it the beans, yeah. and they fly off into space. And then the credits play the movie, like scenes from the yeah. movie again. I hate it. Very that. weird. I hate it. It's very weird and very hokey. Oh, and, and uh, uh, before they leave, Spock gets a nice moment with his dad. Oh yeah, like I'm feeling fine. Tell my mom I'm feeling yeah. fine. Yeah, and you know, basically, Surik is like, uh, you know, at first I didn't like want you to join Starfleet, but now I see, you know, you saved a whole fucking planet, so you know, good on you. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, live long and prosper. I'll, uh, I'll tell your mom you said hi said you're fine yeah says you're fine just fine just fine i'm, I'm just fine. fine mom god and uh yeah that's that's the voyage home mm-hmm. and yeah it's one that um i like overall but yeah. i don't really have much to talk about since it's... yeah it's 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 fine i mean i never i probably saw it once but seeing it now it's strange I don't know how I totally feel about it. Like, I appreciate watching Kirk and Spock. Again, I don't know. It feels like an extended episode of Star Trek, but not in, like not an episode that I would totally love because I was never big of the time travel episodes anyway. I, yeah, I don't know. I like the fact that it has no bad guy. No, it's a movie with no antagonist. I, honestly, I like the lightheartedness of it, and I like the fact that it actually had a message. You know, mm-hmm. that's cool. completely nonviolent, a completely nonviolent message. Like, I like a lot of things about it. It's just the execution sometimes rubs me the wrong way. I don't think the comedy is always to its benefit, but, you know, it's, you know, I don't hate it. It's totally solid. It's not bad. Just not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, a lot of it is just like, uh, I would recommend watching it for yourself, but a lot of it is just kind of the fish out of waterness mm-hmm. of yeah, the novelty of being in nineteen, you know, then present day nineteen eighty six. Yeah, uh, and them having like weird, like them being completely weirdos, mm-hmm. like just total weirdos in in the in the present day is is kind of the main thing, and it's a lot of like a lot of dialogue. Yeah, and uh, not a lot. Kind of hard to break that. Yeah, kind of hard to break that down. Well, and also because it's the closest to being like a straight comedy, I feel like. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's comedy, so watch it for yourself. You know, don't let it, you know. Yeah, it's, I mean, and I, I would say even though it links in with two and three, like you could just watch it straight up. Oh, yeah. Like you wouldn't even need to. No. You know, wouldn't need any of that. So. If anything, those other other ones could just be treated as like the fun prequels to that after you watch this one yeah um it's not gonna be my favorite no. but it's up there no i i don't know where it'll fall actually when we, when we finally start ranking these we're gonna give it a minute i think but oh i was gonna say that right now two still oh yeah because i think i can't even remember what my rank would be you you said three two one okay so i think 
this will go right above one then. So three, yeah, two, my... four, one. Mine's gonna be two, four, three, one. Yeah. So, yeah, not a. I mean, it's it's solid. I think it's a lot of fun. I think mm-hmm. it's a fun, lighthearted thing. If you want, uh, Leonard Nimoy even released a whole thing with whales too, mm-hmm. and that's a, a whale album. And you can have it as fun companion piece, if you if you so choose. Big pro, <laughs> big pro, blabbing down those beats with featuring Nimoy. Boom, your boy Nimoy. <laughs> uh, yeah, whale songs, baby. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, next time we we get into some, the mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna find God, aren't we? Oh yeah, and he's gonna need a spaceship. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the last Star Trek movie of the eighties. Yeah, it was going well until everyone died. Yeah, so that's Star Trek Five, the Final Frontier. Yep, yep. That'll be next Thursday, and then uh, we also have a special Christmas episode mm-hmm. planned. I'm gonna let you know about that in the British be- tradition. In the British tradition, we're releasing an episode on Christmas Day. Is it a Christmas movie? No. No, not at all. We're not no. going to tell you what it is. But, but uh, it's, a... it's... No, it's not even in the spirit of the holiday. Well, you'll you'll find out. No, it's something that we want to do. And we feel that we needed to do it. <laughs> but we didn't know where to put it. Mm-hmm. Christmas! Christmas! <laughs> it's the perfect time for shit like that. So, yeah, you can unwrap that gift here soon, because if all of this works out right, it's it's pretty late into December. So, yeah, but until then, I'm Devin. I'm Dayton. Thanks for listening, everybody. Peace. See you.